we're back at it here for another episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast with your host, Andy Shrek. And today we're on episode 76. Will you leave the prison or will you stay still? So this conversation around this prison, uh, most farmers and ranchers, if you're being honest with yourself, are stuck in a prison, whether it's a mental prison, whether it's with your family. One way or another, it feels like you're in a prison. Now, if you're being brutally honest with yourself, and again, if you're not being brutally honest with yourself, you are, you're stuck in lies, right? You're stuck in this prison that, uh, that really just feels like you've got nowhere to go, right? And this is the truth, again, for farmers and ranchers that nobody is talking about and nobody's willing to go to war with because of the really hard places that this takes you to. Now, when I decided to leave the family farm and to walk a different path, one, was it what I wanted to do? No. Like I wanted to be on the family farm. I wanted to build our family farm operation. I tried it. Right. And, uh, the truth was, is that there was a lack of communication inside our family farm operation and just, you know, what it, what was going to be required for me to come back in the truth, right. That me coming back and me and my brother coming back, that uh, the truth was is that, hey, this operation is not going to be sustainable for two guys to come back with. Now, the problem, though, is that there was no communication. There was no framework. There was no connection between the, you know, the, the second generation, which is my dad, to the third generation. Right. And it was all this unspoken, unspoken energy that uh, that we made our decisions by. Right. And it's not just me, guys, that has gone through this. You know somebody or you yourself are back on the family operation, but yet there's been no clear, clear understanding and no commitment by the generation above you on what the expectation is for you, but also how they're going to pass things down. And as we build Farm on Fire and as I get this message out and what I really see this becoming and what, you know, God has has called me to to bring to is just to have the conversations, right? Have the awareness. Right, because do you truly want to live the rest of your life in this prison, in this this place where, you know, maybe you're going to take the farm operation over, right? There's one or two conversations that get had, but yet nothing gets done. And I'm going to tell you right now that you're going to be stuck in this mental prison until you make the commitment to yourself, your wife, and your kids to stop putting up with this bullcrap and actually take action to build the farm operation that you know is possible, right? And for some of you, that might just mean leaving the family farm. I know you don't want to hear this, my friend, but the amount of time and energy you're going to waste sitting on the sidelines, just hoping and praying and, and just, just thinking, you know, next year's the year's dad's going to, going to retire or, or, you know, when corn hits seven, eight bucks, then he's going to retire. You know how much bull crap you're putting up with when you live by this motto, right? Because the truth is, is if you're not saying anything and your dad's not saying anything, who's going to say anything? And he's okay with you, you know, if you're not making any fuss about it or you're just sit, sitting there as well. He's, you know what he's thinking in his mind? Oh, kid is fine. You know, he's, he's back here. He should wait. You know, he's, I've, I had to work for this for, for these, these many years. You know, I'll let, I'll let him sit on the sidelines. Meanwhile, you have a wife and kids and you're making decisions based off of another man's words, right? That never come into fruition, Right. And I'm sick and tired of seeing this happen with many farmers and ranchers, but I got sick and tired of this inside of my life. I got sick and tired of waiting for other people to, to, you know, finally retire, just waiting for, you know, things to, things to happen instead of me taking the action, knowing what was possible for me, because deep down, I knew there was more that, that, that I was able to do that I was capable of. 
but I was afraid of building my own custom businesses or, or different businesses and truly investing inside of them because of the unspoken conversations that we had in our family farm around, you know, what does it look like? What does it look like for the next year? When does my dad want to retire? And I didn't want to be the guy at that time to piss my dad off. I regret that because I wish I would have confronted him back then and said, you know what? Like, Hey, I'm not making any money right now. I'm going to have to do something different. And we're going to have to make a decision on when you are going to retire. Now, the thing is, is that they won't. And there's a good chance guys that they don't ever want to retire. Like that's the truth. And I don't blame them. Like, I don't blame the generation above us for not wanting to retire because if I was in that position as well, and, uh, you know, it's like, what am I going to do, right? What am I going to do? But the problem is, is that you have the next generation below you who are making that commitment to come back to the farm, hoping and praying to take things over. Meanwhile, you keep pulling and pulling on the string saying, hey, next year, next year, next year, when you know it's a bunch of freaking bullcrap, when it's a bunch of freaking bullcrap. And yet as a man, you feel so weak, you feel so helpless, you feel so hopeless, and you're just hoping and praying that things are finally, you know, he's going to pass things down to you one day instead of building that operation or building or going your own way for a while. When the facts are, if you go out and you build your own business and you do your own thing, you walk, you, you, you walk this path that nobody else is willing to walk down, you become the man that everybody turns to. Why? Because you're willing to do the things that nobody else is willing to do. And this is the community of other men that I want inside Farmer on Fire who aren't just, you know, men who are on leashes for their father trying to do it just to please their father. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, let's say your dad gets in a really bad financial position, right? And he's done, you know, his operation, his numbers. If he's not sharing the numbers or sharing with you where he's at inside of his operation and not willing to talk about the business, the family business, guys, you know, for a fact, he's hiding, and do you want to take a business over that is not profitable, that's, that, that you're going to inherit all of this, this, this bad business structure, right? Because your dad is not a good businessman or you know, doesn't, doesn't pay attention to the book. So you're taking over a business now that is not going to be successful and a, just a major amount of headaches. You have to be willing to collide and have to be willing to do things that nobody else is willing to do, put up with the bullcrap and put up with the guilt and the shame that comes with walking your own way. This is one of the most difficult things inside of farming and ranching today is walking away from the family operation, building your own thing and being okay with it, being okay with it. I struggled for so many months on just on the brick of just needing like breakdown after breakdown after breakdown because all of the guilt and the shame that I had because I knew now that my path, my, my direction was different than what my dad wanted it, wanted it to be and I had to be okay with that. I had to be okay, but it had to come to the realization that this wasn't going to work for me and the chances of me building something successful or me being happy long-term wasn't going to work. Why? Because if I, my dad was willing to, if I was willing to stay here and he was willing to pull on my strengths, I would have let that to happen, right? I would have stayed here forever. I would have stayed on the farm operation, just done things year after year after year, not, not talking about things needing to change and not things wanting to change. And it's hard, guys. Like this is hard, but you have to see what this is costing you, your family and your operation when you don't step up and do the really difficult things that nobody else is willing to do, right? Just living and hoping and praying and waiting for your granddad to retire, waiting for your dad to retire. Guys, I know people who are, their dads, their granddads are in their, 
you know, 80s or 90s and the dad is now in their 60s and now you got the third generation coming back and they're trying to, you know, fit him back on the operation. But you know, you know, if you're coming back and you're the third generation now, how many years is it going to be before you ever take over? Are you willing to wait 30 years of your life to maybe, maybe take over an operation that may not even be successful at that time? Or are you willing to go to war? Are you willing to walk a different path? Are you willing to stand up for what you know you're being called to, to build that business, to you know, lead your family in a direction where you know that is possible if you just had the balls and the courage to walk that different path? Like, I'm not talking to the guys who are maybe interested. I'm talking to the guys that who know for a fact that if they stand up for themselves and their operations, that they can make a drastic change inside of their life. But you have to want this. I can't want it for you, and I'm not going to drag you through the mud and and uh, and and tell you to come, you know, come with me and and to to do this. No, you have to want this. You have to have the desire and understanding about what the cost is if you don't step into your operation and look at it from this perspective. And this goes same thing with the business. You may have a failing farm operation right now where you have cattle that's, you know, it's just not profitable year after year after year, and you have to ask yourself, is this worth it? Is it worth spending all my time building my cattle operation, doing investing in this and not having it become part of something that's going to build where I'm going long term? When I got rid of my cattle back in 2020, I had a pasture, I had all these things and people were just like, you know, why, why are you doing this? Why, why are you, you have the pasture there, you have all of these assets here for it. And I said, do you realize how much I'm making when a year after year after year with these cattle, how much I actually get paid for my time? It's less than three to four bucks an hour. I'm better off getting a full-time job in town, not having the stress, not having the anxiety, not having the time away. And then you got all the equipment costs. You got all of the replacement costs. And what are you doing it for? You have to come to the facts. I get the identity of being a farmer, but also we have to look at the identity of being a businessman and being willing to do things that nobody else is willing to do. Being willing to break the generational curse or being willing to do things differently because of the the outcome that's going to be available for us. My life got so much better once I got rid of the cattle because now I could actually focus on a business or focus on something that was going to bring me more profits, bring me and that's when I started my, my trucking business and uh, uh, a few other custom businesses to start bringing in more revenue because I knew my time was way more valuable. As farmers, we don't value our time. We don't value our resources. We don't value our skills. And we're stuck in this identity where we just have to do things that our dad taught us to do or our grandpa taught us to do. And we don't identify with the value that we bring. And if we don't value that and we don't value ourselves, how do you expect to ever build a successful long-term business long-term? It's not possible, right? It's not possible until you value yourself, you value what you do, you value your business, which means, yes, increasing prices. And when you increase prices, you're gonna piss some people off. You're going to you know, lose some customers. My friend, that's a good thing. Because you know right now, if you have a custom harvesting business, how many of you right now have some really shitty customers, and I'm being brutally honest, that are just the absolute pain in the ass? right? They're tight. They don't want to do bit like they just don't look at it the way you do. And uh, you end up bending your, your strings just to, just to fit for, you know, what they, what, what they, what they are asking of you, right? Whether it could be, you know, working just weird hours or just their way, they don't view you. They don't see you as valuable, right? So when, when they don't see you as valuable, then you don't find value in yourself. I get it. You're going to piss people off. And when I started to do this for myself and valued my time and my energy and my resources, 
everything changed. Everything changed once I valued myself, I valued my time, I valued who I was as a man and as a leader because now I didn't let other people judge me and I didn't let other people, you know, say things or, or you know, whatever they wanted to do. I finally took a stand for me. I finally took the stand. And this was me walking away from the farm and me walking away and saying, I am more valuable than this. Doesn't mean that I'm never not going to come back to the family farm. No, it means though at this time where you stand up and you do your, your own thing, you do what you know you must do. You find more value in yourself is then when you begin to build something truly incredible. And it may not even be on the farm. It may be a time where, where you go out and you build your own thing and you just commit to that. You commit to the changes. You commit to this choice where you know that you're providing value. And that's all it is required, my friend. Because if you don't value yourself, who's going to value you? If you don't value your time, you don't value your energy, you don't value yourself, nobody else is going to value you as well. And this is the wake-up call for farmers and ranchers, especially the young ones coming back to the family farm as they just sit there and they pretend like, you know, life's going to be good one day and we're going to take the operation over, even though they know for a fact that it could be 20, 30 years, but they don't value themselves enough. They don't value their time. They don't value their themselves as a man for what they stand for and who they are. And so because of that, they're going to fail. They're going to fail. So as we wrap this up, I want to ask you the question is, where are you not valuing your time? Where are you not valuing yourself? And what do you need to do? What is the next action item for you to begin to walk down this path of truly being a leader inside your life and inside your farm operation? So we're going to wrap this up and we'll talk to you all on Friday's episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast.